Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. It's been a really strange 24 hours for the cryptocurrency markets. Early yesterday, a certain institution with a large amount of influence threatened the cryptocurrency markets and we saw this sharp sell-off accordingly. Then, the institution took action with a move that's left many people confused. So there's three things we're going to do today. We're going to look at the charts, we're going to look at the top two headlines in the cryptocurrency news today, and once we're up to speed, we're really going to hone in our focus on what this institution has done and how the cryptocurrency markets and various investors have reacted to this really strange occurrence. So as discussed, BTC is a little bit down today, about 2%. A certain event caused this sharp sell-off, and then we've seen prices somewhat stabilize since. So one of our first pieces of evidence that there's been a mixed reaction to this news. People thought it was going to be a lot worse than it actually played out to be. A lot of panic, which then stabilized. And as we know and repeat many times on the Market Meditations updates, what happens to BTC tends to pave the way for what goes on in the rest of the cryptocurrency markets. So we've seen Ethereum have a sell-off as well. And overall, because BTC is red, a lot of the other cryptos are red too. In terms of the altcoins, we have still had some notable winners on the 24-hour. Engine Coin, for example, up 7% on the 24 hours. And Kava, interestingly, up about 9%. Usually when we see these altcoin pumps when the rest of the market is red, if we do a little bit of digging, we can usually attribute it to some sort of fundamental factor. In the case of Kava, in the last 24 hours, the news has broken that Coinbase is listing Kava, advancing Ethereum Cosmos interoperability. Coinbase listings obviously tend to come with a bit of a pump for the associated altcoin because it adds a lot of legitimacy to the altcoin that's being listed. It means that Coinbase, which of course is very vetted, is in some ways saying that they are happy to host this altcoin and it just widens the reach of that altcoin to bigger demographics. And whilst the last 24 hours have had some strange price action for Bitcoin that we are going to really focus on in a minute, it is worth remembering that before 24 hours, so the last couple days, Bitcoin has been doing really well because last week, of course, we got the December CPI numbers and it was a very big deal. The CPI numbers showed the current rate of inflation getting under control. Inflation getting under control is a critical piece of the puzzle, which is going to be the next crypto bull market. Investors everywhere, stocks, crypto, bonds, everyone should have their eyes on the next FOMC meeting, which is coming up in just 13 days. At this meeting, a 25 basis point hike is the scenario everyone has priced in strongly, 94% priced in there. And if we see this materialize, it's going to be a good step in the right direction of a lower inflation environment where cryptos and stocks can rise from the ashes. So now we are up to speed with what's going on in the markets from a price action perspective, always very important. Now we're going to move on to the top headlines in the crypto news today, equally important until we can say, right, we're up to speed for today. Let's hone in our focus on that deep dive area of the call, which is going to be that institution which has taken a lot of strange actions in the last 24 hours. Actually, both the headlines we're going to explore are quite linked in many ways. 
The first headline is that Coindesk is exploring a full or partial sale to attract growth capital, according to the CEO. Crypto media outlet Coindesk may pursue a full or partial sale to fuel further growth, Coindesk confirmed to the block. Coindesk is seeking advisory services from Lazard, a firm specializing in mergers, structuring, and capital strategy. As the company explores a potential sale, the Wall Street Journal first reported. So let's hear it from the CEO, Kevin Worth. Quoting now, over the last few months, we have received numerous inbound indications of interest in Coindesk. As such, I've engaged Lazard as our financial advisor to assist. My goal in hiring Lazard is to explore various options to attract growth capital to the Coindesk business, which may include a partial or full sale. So you might read that headline and think, whoop-de-doo, things are looking good for Coindesk. Everyone wants to buy it. Yay, it's going to use that money to grow. This is where I love having a little bit more context. This is why I do these calls, because with a little bit of context, a headline can be something completely different. And that also kind of leads us to headline number two. Crypto brokerage Genesis Global Capital may be nearing bankruptcy filings. Genesis, Coindesk, these are both subsidiaries in the crypto empire that is DCG, which is struggling right now. Genesis is on the brink of bankruptcy. Genesis has made all the headlines recently for the sort of crypto war it's having with the Winklevoss twins and Gemini Earn, which Genesis was facilitating and then had to stop facilitating under bankruptcy concerns. Genesis Global Capital, the institutional crypto brokerage whose lending unit halted customer withdrawals in the aftermath of FTX's failure, is laying the groundwork for a bankruptcy filing, according to reports. Bloomberg reported Genesis is in confidential negotiations with various creditor groups, with the company warning it could see a bankruptcy if it fails to raise capital. Okay, so DCG, which owns Genesis, might have to declare bankruptcy for Genesis. And at the same time, they are looking to sell some of Coindesk. So clearly, this is to do with the fact that they do not have enough capital at hand, that they are struggling. Add to that the news we covered yesterday that DCG has suspended dividends amid distress. So they're not paying out dividends to shareholders, they're selling parts of Coindesk and Genesis could be declaring bankruptcy. DCG is facing the heat. DCG also owns a number of other huge names like Grayscale. So this is definitely gonna be a headline to watch. Trouble at DCG means trouble for a lot of various companies that contribute to the health of the overall cryptocurrency markets. So we've done the responsible thing now. We're up to speed with the markets. We're ready to hone in on that big deep dive focus for today's call. So Russian national and co-founder of Blitzlato, Hong Kong-based crypto exchange, Anatoly Legkodimov was arrested on Tuesday by the US government, which alleged that the company was facilitating the flow of illicit funds. Let's look at the facts of the story, so exactly what went down, and then we're going to look at the different interpretations. The official complaint is charging Blitzlato with conducting a business that is facilitating the flow of illicit funds for purposes including money laundering. The total money laundered is roughly $700 million. While some may say that it is more difficult to catch criminals with crypto, US attorney Brian Peace said institutions that trade in cryptocurrency are not above the law and their owners are not beyond our reach. 
Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monica made it clear that despite the location of the crime in the financial system, criminals will always answer for their crimes inside a US courtroom. For those who don't know what Blitzlato is, which is many people, it is a Hong Kong-based platform that has been effectively shut down now, and the founder was taken into US custody, moves that will stop Blitzlato from catering to criminals tied to Russia. The statement is that this is a coordinated enforcement action, which includes the Federal Bureau of Investigation, French authorities, and the US Treasury Department, saying they disrupted a busy corner of this criminal system. It is alleged that Blitzlater was a huge resource for the darknet market, Hydra, that the Justice Department shut down last year. The crypto exchange is said to be a no-questions-asked cryptocurrency exchange, and thus saw hundreds of millions of deposits. The last few facts of the matter. Though Leg Kodimov was arrested, he is presumed innocent until proven guilty. If he were to be found guilty, he would face a maximum penalty of five years in prison per the Justice Department. Though laundering and other illicit activities occur using crypto, one should remember that these illicit activities also occur using traditional finance. So those are the facts of the matter, but that's hardly what makes this interesting. Let's go into the strange way in which all of this was conducted and the various interpretations that are particularly popular in crypto Twitter. So first and foremost, the way the US Justice Department went about this was as though they were sort of putting out a trailer for a new series. The US Department of Justice teased the announcement of an international crypto enforcement action in a move that immediately caused declines in the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So instead of just coming out with it, they said that something is coming. This caused a sell-off that we spoke about at the beginning of this call, and only then did they reveal what they were doing. So a bit strange to put out this teaser. As was probably the intention, this caused loads of speculation in the crypto markets. Who are they after? Who are they talking about? Who is the target? With the industry on seamlessly endless tenterhooks amid multiple investigations and bankruptcy filings in the wake of the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange. It was only after hours of this frenzy that the Department of Justice finally announced that it's Blitzlato founder that has been arrested for allegedly processing $700 million in illicit funds. And then the crypto industry basically yawned and Bitcoin immediately reversed its price slide and then came the memes. So when we looked at that chart, you remember, sell off. And then as soon as the news actually came out, the prices stabilized. Haley Lennon tweeted, DOJ enforcement action against Russian exchange Blitzlato. I've worked in the space since 2013, never heard of it. Dan held response, literally not once ever. Orion Celsius tweaks, Blitzlato lol, our tax dollars are wasted. So that's the first interesting aspect of this. People were really underwhelmed by the announcement because the way the Department of Justice went about it created a lot of rumours that there were much bigger players under attack. In fact, during those couple hours of silence and mystery, a lot of people on crypto Twitter were certain that the DOJ was going to announce an action against Binance. Binance didn't immediately respond, and everything seemed well when CZ was happily at an interview at the World Economic Forum in Davos, where he discussed topics including his hairstyle and favourite travel destinations. Then there's the other aspect, the frustration. American officials have failed to take action against much larger firms like FDX, Three Hours Capital, Voyager and BlockFi before they filed for bankruptcy. So it seemed like if they were finally going to take a move and make all this sort of big drama around it, it would at least be against a big player, not Blitzlato that no one's heard of. 
Quote here from the general counsel at Bitcoin.com. Very low-hanging fruit treated as a big catch. It is not. The real crime is the DOJ not protecting Americans against the list of FTX, Voyager, Three Arrows Capital, Genesis, and the many more insolvent centralized exchanges. And there's a lot of memes out there right now which are capturing that sentiment via imagery. Putting the memes and the humor aside though, something doesn't feel quite right about the fact that, for example, the founder of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, was allowed a $250 million bond and is happily under house arrest in his mansion house until October when he's going to trial. Just taking it from a pure numbers point of view here, FTX was once valued at $32 billion and has $8 billion of liabilities it can't pay to as many as 1 million creditors. So for a lot of people, if the DOJ was going to go after someone, it should have been him. So whilst the arguments just mentioned are the overwhelming sentiment on crypto Twitter, at Market Meditations we do believe in balanced coverage, so we're going to spend a second looking at some of the other perspectives on this as well. Stuart Alderotti here. I also heard about Blitzlato for the first time today, but despite the funny memes, the DOJ's actions make clear that they will prosecute those who exploit the crypto ecosystem to commit crypto crimes. That's good policy. So they're saying even though it was a small player, it's a step in the right direction. And some people's interpretations are more ominous, more concerning. Reading a tweet here by Carol Van Cleef, disappointed by Blitzlato? Don't be a much broader message was delivered. The blueprint for future actions, possibly even the one highly anticipated today. So this interpretation is saying, this is just a small taste of what's to come, that a bigger mission has begun here to crack down on cryptocurrency exchanges. A very interesting 24 hours indeed. A lot has happened, a lot of different opinions on it. You can be sure that whenever a big event like this happens in crypto, we'll give you the coverage and we'll give you a broad overview of all the different interpretations so you can form your own. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you tomorrow.